Hello and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny. Today is Wednesday, September 20th, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day. If this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome to the show. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, no specific topics, and no specific categories. We do, however, have a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, with each day getting progressively harder. So, of course, today is Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. We're halfway to the weekend, which means that today will be right in the middle of difficulty. It's not too hard. It's not too easy. It's the Goldilocks episode. It is just right. Maybe for you. Maybe not. If this is just right for you, congratulations. If, however, you find this episode to be a bit a bit too challenging for you, well, I encourage you to listen to it anyway. As a matter of fact, I think you should listen to every episode of the week. You never know. You might know the answer to some pretty difficult questions. You might surprise yourself. And on the other hand, if you find this episode to be a bit too simple, well, I encourage you to uh, check in tomorrow on Thursday. We're going to make it a little bit harder. So without further delay, Let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. Which island state is located south of the Australian mainland and is known for its unique wildlife? And that island is Tasmania. Tasmania is an island state of Australia. It is located 240 kilometers, that's about 150 miles, to the south of the Australian mainland, separated from it by the Bass Strait. The state encompasses the main island of Tasmania, which is in fact the 26th largest island in the world, and it also includes the surrounding 1,000 islands. It is Australia's least populous state, with 569,000 residents as of December 2021. Now, the state capital and the largest city is Hobart, with around 40% of the population living in the greater Hobart area. So once again, that is Tasmania, the island state just south of Australia. I wonder how Tasmania is today. Shout out to all the Tasmanians. Hope you're doing well down there. Hope you're on the prowl looking for some Tasmanian tigers. Moving on to question number two. The wapiti is one of the largest species of deer. In which continent is the wapiti primarily found in the wild? The wapiti, better known as the elk, is one of the largest species within the deer family and one of the largest terrestrial mammals in its native range of North America and Central and East Asia. The word elk originally referred to the European variety of moose, but was then transferred to the animal by North American colonists. The name Wapiti is derived from a Shawnee and Cree word meaning white rump for the distinctive light fur in the rear region which if you've, uh, if you've ever seen an elk, you'll recognize it for its white rump, which makes quite a bit of sense. Now, it happens to be, uh, to be archery season for elk in many states here in the United States. So quick shout out to all the elk. Quick shout out to all the elk hunters as well. Hope, you are, uh, hope you're both lucky out there. Stay safe out there. Moving on to question number three. Who was the 32nd president of the United States 
serving four terms in office and leading the country through the Great Depression and World War II. And that president, old number 32, was Franklin Delano Roosevelt, commonly known by his initials FDR. Now, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, was an American politician who served as the 32nd president of the United States from 1933 until his death in 1945. He directed the federal government during most of the Great Depression, implementing the New Deal in response to the most significant economic crisis in American history. His third and fourth terms were, of course, dominated by World War II. And actually, quick fun fact, he's the only U.S. president to serve more than eight years in office. And not only did he do eight years, he did four terms. So he almost did 16 years, almost 16, which is, uh, which is quite impressive. So that was Franklin Delano Roosevelt, FDR, my guy FDR. He was the 32nd president of the United States with four terms under his belt. Moving on to question number four. What is the name of the traditional Maori war dance? And that war dance is called the Haka. Haka are a variety of ceremonial dances in Maori culture. Haka are often performed by a group with vigorous movements and stamping of the feet with rhythmically shouted accompaniment. Haka have been traditionally performed by both men and women for a variety of social functions within the Maori culture. They're performed to welcome distinguished guests, or to acknowledge great achievements, occasions, or funerals. Now, I'm sure many of you probably are, are, are familiar with the haka because it is performed by the All Blacks, which is the New Zealand professional rugby team. Um, I actually know someone who is from New Zealand. He married an American woman, and uh, actually his guests, his, uh, his cousins and in-laws, did, um, did the haka at their wedding as well. So that's an example of... Just some places that you might find the haka, but that was originally derived as a war dance and a ceremonial dance of the Maori culture. Moving on to question number five. Which NFL team has won the most Super Bowl championships? Now, this is a bit of a trick question. It's actually two teams. Two teams hold the title for the most Super Bowl championships. That is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots. The AFC's Pittsburgh Steelers and New England Patriots have the most Super Bowl titles at six each. The Super Bowl is among the world's most watched single sporting event and frequently commands the largest audience among all American broadcasts during the year. It is second only to the UEFA Champions League final as the most watched annual club sporting event worldwide and the seven most watched broadcasts in American television history are in fact Super Bowls. Now, fun fact, uh, the Super Bowl is actually the second largest event for American food consumption behind only Thanksgiving dinner which is quite interesting. I'm not surprised 
not surprised that Thanksgiving dinner is number one. I guess I'm maybe a little surprised that Super Bowl would be the second, but I, I could see it. I could definitely see it. I've been to some Super Bowl parties myself, and um, I can confirm there's often a lot of good food there. So that is the Super Bowl, the the winners of which, uh, most winners of which are the Pittsburgh Steelers and, of course, the New England Patriots, tied for six each. Moving on to question number six. Which American Civil War battle is often described as the turning point of the war and took place from July 1st to 3rd, 1863 in Pennsylvania? And that was the Battle of Gettysburg. The Battle of Gettysburg was a battle in the American Civil War, fought by Union and Confederate forces between July 1st and July 3rd, 1863, in and around Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. The battle was the bloodiest battle of the Civil War, with all three days, all three days of that one battle, each ranked in the top 15 bloodiest battles of the war. While it was the deadliest battle, it wasn't actually the largest. Uh, in terms of combatants, in terms of the number of combatants, the Battle of Fredericksburg was actually the largest, with more than 185,000 soldiers. Just at one battle. That was the Battle of Fredericksburg. But the, the, the certainly the bloodiest battle, and uh, often described as the turning point of the war, that was the Battle of Gettysburg. Question number seven. What year was the first moon landing? And that moon landing took place in 1969. On July 20th, 1969, Neil Armstrong became the first human to step on the moon, shortly followed by Buzz Aldrin. The moment was televised and is remembered by the famous quote, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Once on the moon, he and Aldrin walked around for three hours, conducting experiments, collecting samples, planting an American flag, and leaving a signpost. Now, one man that I always want to mention whenever I talk about the famous Apollo 11 mission is Michael Collins. Collins was the third astronomer on the trip. Yes, there was, in fact, a third one, uh, but he was actually unable to touch the moon's surface. He was required to stay in the command module, which had to stay in lunar orbit, while the other two got to walk around on the surface. So, without Mike Collins, it could not have been done. I often think that he is the unsung hero of that trip. So, shout out to Michael Collins, and uh, and you know what? Shout out to to, to uh, JFK as well, John F. Kennedy. I love his quote, um, we shall go to the moon in this decade, right? He's talking about the 1960s, and he's setting the very high goal to try to get Americans on the moon by the end of the decade of the 1960s. And you know what? They did it. They did it by about six months, 1969. They didn't leave a lot of time to spare, but they, uh, they fulfilled JFK's promise. Moving on to question number eight. Which African country is known as the land of a thousand hills?
And that African country is Rwanda. Known as the land of a thousand hills, Rwanda's landscape is mostly hilly and mountainous. The Virunga Mountains, located in the northwest part of Rwanda, contain the country's highest peak, which I'm going to pronounce but probably mispronounce. The highest peak is called Karasimbi, which reaches nearly 15,000 feet. Now, fun fact. We've got a lot of fun facts for you in this round today. I think this is our third one, which is pretty good. So, third fun fact. This one's about Rwanda. Rwanda is actually one of the cleanest nations on Earth. The country employed a decade-long ban on plastic bags and packaging material, and locals actually take part in a monthly community cleanup. This has been going on since the 1990s. Now, this monthly cleanup can involve everything from rehabilitating forests and wetlands to building schools and hospitals and everything in between, which is quite impressive. It's kind of one of those things where you look at it and go, hmm, you know, perhaps... Perhaps some other countries could adopt something like that as well. Maybe. We'll see. But if you'd like to go partake in that monthly cleanup, all you have to do is head on over to the land of a thousand hills, the African country known as Rwanda. Question number nine. What is the term for the Russian alphabet, which consists of 33 letters? And that is known as the Cyrillic script. The Cyrillic script, also known as the Slavonic script, or possibly the Slavic script, is a writing system used for various languages across Eurasia. It is the designated national script in, a, in various Slavic, Turkic, Mongolic, Cyrillic, Caucasian, and Iranic-speaking countries. The early Cyrillic alphabet was developed during the 9th century AD at the Preslav Literary School in the First Bulgarian Empire during the reign of Tsar Simon I the Great. And today, around 250 million people in Eurasia use Cyrillic as the official script for their national languages, with Russia accounting for about half of them. So, once again, that uh, the term used to describe that Russian alphabet one that contains 33 letters and was developed by the first Bulgarian Empire, that is called the Cyrillic script. Moving on to our last question of the day, always try to make it a fun one here at the end. This is question number 10. Who is the eldest sibling among the Kardashian-Jenner siblings? And that oldest sibling is, of course, Courtney. The Kardashian family, also referred to as the Kardashian-Jenner family, is an American family prominent in the fields of entertainment, reality television, fashion design, and business. Courtney is the oldest of the siblings and, along with her sisters, has launched several successful clothing collections, fragrances, and even books and websites, which I did not know about. Now, I know Courtney best by uh, the, the lady who most recently married Travis Barker, the drummer for Blink-182. So that's how I always remember Courtney Kardashian, who is also the oldest sibling of the Kardashian-Jenner clan. So that will conclude this round of Mightily Trivia. If you found this round to be simple, well, not to worry. Why don't you check in tomorrow on Thursday? It's going to make it a little bit harder. And guess what? 
The day after that, Friday, it's going to be the hardest day of the week. If, however, you found today to be a bit too challenging, you know, I encourage you to check in tomorrow anyway. You never know. You might surprise yourself. You might have a good time, and you might even learn something along the way. As always, we encourage you to tell your friends, tell your families about our show. We're trying to grow the community here at My Daily Trivia. Make this the best trivia show, the best trivia podcast available to you listeners. I want to thank each of you again for listening to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and I will see all of you tomorrow. Thank you.